0: Yecheskel chapter seven is a, con- a continuation in the sense of chapter six. In chapter six, Yecheskel is told Ben Adam Sim Panecha El Haray Yisrael Vehinovei Alehem. So chapter six is a prophecy about the mountains of Israel. Chapter seven, which begins Vehid Devar Hashem Elay LeMar ViAta Ben Adam Koamar Hashem Elokim Elohim LiAdmat Yisrael Ketz B'HaKetz. Arba So in chapter 7, thus says the Lord God to the land of Israel, doom, doom is coming upon the four corners of the land. Doom is upon you. And so chapter 6 is about the mountains. Chapter 7 is about the land. Now what's interesting is in the Torah, there is a sense in the Torah that the sins can defile the land. For example, in the passage in the book of Vayikra, chapter 18, it, the Torah speaks of That the land should not spit you out, vomit you out, when you defile it. So there is a sense, especially in the book of Vayikra, that sins can have an effect on the land itself. In Yechesul it strikes me that he takes it one step beyond. It's not just on the land itself. But even on the mountains. He speaks of the mountains as being defiled in similar fashion to the land. Now we know in the Torah that in the beginning of the Torah, the Torah says that the creation of God was good and it was very good, but that the sins of the people, which are described really beginning in chapter 3 with the story of the Garden of Eden and then continuing with that, and The land becomes defiled. The land itself is filled with wickedness, with Hamas, and the land itself is to be punished. We have a similar statement in the Torah later in the Torah, not about sin in general. Now, we do have it in general when it comes to Vayikra chapter 18, the land not spit you out, but in particular, the Torah speaks of the crime of murder, that the blood itself Adam, the blood will defile the land. It reminds us very much of the story of Cain and Abel, of Cain and Abel, where God asked Cain, where is your brother? And Cain's famous response was, I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? What have you done, says God? The blood of your brother cries out from the land. And then you get a sense. That the crime of Cain is not just a crime against his brother, not just a crime against the other, but it does something to the very creation. So that theme of defiling the creation, we find on occasion in the Torah, we find it about the sacred space, the sacred land. We find it about the crime of murder. And it strikes me that in Yechezkel, he talks not only about the land being defiled in chapter 7, but the very mountains themselves are also defiled. There's a real sense of physicality of material corruption in the book of Yehosheth. Now, the theme of chapter 7, which begins with the prophecy about the land, but the main thrust of chapter 7, it strikes me, has to do with when is the punishment to come. Now, we know that In Yirmiyahu and also Yechezkel, people had doubts about the prophet, because the prophets were speaking for quite a long time about impending doom, but the doom did not come, at least not immediately. So there was a sense that perhaps the prophets do not speak the truth. After all, they're talking constantly about the effect of their sin, and nothing seems to happen. So in chapter 7, in our chapter, the prophecy is about the doom that is coming the, ben adam, the prophecy comes to yahasco ben adam human being israel kates boha al arba kates which is translated here as doom but the word kates actually means an end nachmanides in his commentary on the torah suggests that kates can mean the end of something, it can mean the very beginning or the very end. It's the edges. As we have the expression, min from one end to the other. So here the cates presumably means the end, not the beginning. The kates is coming, the end is coming on the, four corners, of the earth, four corners of the earth. And in verse number three, he continues with the same thing, atah, hakates olayich, now, now it's coming, now, atah, now, And I will punish you according to your ways, according to your behaviors. I will place upon you all of your abominations. So the punishment for the sin, which in this verse is called abomination, that's coming now. And God says, I'm not going to have any pity, no mercy. In verse 4, it's interesting that, apart from the focus on it's happening now, there is also a term that appears in Yechezkel more than any other book, and that's the word to'eva, an abomination. And different things in the Torah are called abomination, but it's interesting to note that in the book of Dvarim, to'eva is has a, a wider-ranging significance. In particular, striking is the verse, Lo tavi to'eva el Do not bring an abominable thing into your home, into your house, which is referring to idolatrous objects. Don't bring idolatry into your house. Lo tavi to'eva el but the Book of Dvarim does not limit the term tova only to idolatry. It has it, for example, in false measures and false weights. There too, it's interesting, in chapter 25 of Tvarium, it's about what you bring into your home, into your house. So the idea of defiling your place of being, your house, is not just having, it's not just deceiving people in Tvarium 25, it's having those very measures in your, in your midst, in your presence. So the word Toeva is a term that we've encountered in several different uh, occasions. In the book of Yechezkel, it appears very often, has something to do, I think, with perhaps defiling the house. The house that's being referred to in Yechezkel is God's house. It may be your house as well, but God's house is being defiled. And that's why the word toevot appears more times in Yechezkel than any other book. And in this chapter, uh, Yechezkel emphasizes that because of these toevot, the abomination is in your midst. And because of that, the punishment will come through which you will know, as we have spoken before, And Yechesco continues with this theme throughout the chapter, that the punishment is at hand. For example, in verse number 6, The end is coming. The end is coming. It comes again, it stirs against you. It keeps us to wake up. It's waking up against you. It's coming now. And now in verse number 8, the same theme: thing, soon, very soon, I will pour out my wrath against you. He repeats for emphasis, I will place upon you all of your abominable behaviors. They will be the cause of the great anger in verse number nine, and the fact that I have no pity, no mercy, because the abominations are in your midst in verse number nine. And now in 10, he continues to say, Yine hayom hine ba. Behold the day, the day is coming. hat-svira, Zfira. Zfira. It's not clear what the word means. Here they translate in the JPS cycle. But Svira has something to do. Safra in Aramaic means the morning, the dawn, the first light. That which is coming. In the temple, the Mishnah says, when they would see the first light, they would cry out, Barakai, light. And here too. It's coming soon, and Hechamas kam remate resha Romeyhem. He speaks over here, does Yechezkel, Tzatz hamate parach hazodon, The rod has blossomed, arrogance has budded. lawlessness has grown into a rod of wickedness. And here, perhaps, there's an allusion in the book of Yechezkel to the story of, in the Torah about the priesthood. We remember in the rebellion of Korach, in the book of Bamidbar, so there was a question, who was the appropriate priest, and which tribe is the tribe that should lead? And Aaron's rod, Matea Aaron, was taken with the other rods, and they placed it before God. And the Torah tells us that the rod of Aaron blossomed. And the blossoming of the rod of Aaron was a demonstration that God has chosen Aaron to be the priest. Now in the book of Yecheskel, Yechezkel is a priest, and we've spoken about this before, and it's very significant. The priest and the temple, unlike other books, is absolutely central to the book of Yechezkel. So not surprising that Yechezkel, the priest Yecheskel, who talks constantly about the temple, speaks here about the wickedness. He describes the wickedness as tzatz parach ha-zodon, I would say in contrast to what we have in the Torah. There the blossoming of the rod was a sign that God favors Aaron and favors the priesthood. Over here, Yechezkel takes that image and reverses it. In this case, because of the abominable behavior, quite the opposite is true. The announcement has come. Tzvira has gone out. And the wickedness, the wickedness has grown into a rod of wickedness. So once again, in the book of Yechezkel, a focus on the priesthood, a focus on the temple, a focus on the corruption of the house.